to our daily gun show gonna be live every weeknight at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for an hour got people joining in from the gunchannels.com from all over the country let's go east to west this time we got cycle camp jumping in from connecticut thanks for joining hi everybody thanks for the invite always then we got pink jumping in from ohio thanks for joining yep anytime thanks for the invite that'll take us to gary up in kansas thanks for jumping in Thanks for the invite. Hope you had a good show. Thanks for the invite to that one. But uh, like I said, I had to jump out for uh, unscheduled, well, kind of a late schedule meeting. But uh, hopefully you had a good show over there. Sure did. Thanks for joining us. Then uh, Ghost jumping in from, actually, Ghost probably should have been first. I think Gary went out of order there, but we'll forgive him this time. Ghost jumping in from Arkansas. Thanks for joining us. We're from actual AR, Kansas. So, yeah. No, thanks for having me. And sorry, Gary, I missed your show. I just got home, so but uh, thanks for the invite, buddy. Then I'm out here in Arizona, so that's everybody east to west, and we got some links out there to other people uh, on the gun channels and whatnot. So if you want to join in on this panel discussion, uh, let us know over on the gunchannels.com. Uh, this is an interactive conversation. The idea is to have a conversation about guns every night. Keep a panel discussion. Oops. Keep a uh, lines of communication open for when it's important. And we're kind of in an important time right now with the laws and whatnot uh, coming down the pipe. Uh, the existing infringement that just happened with the bump stock and the uh, repercussions of that still uncertain. Uh, going into a time when the industry is going to be meeting for its uh, to stand, its uh, yearly industry uh, trade show. And uh, then an entire year's worth of you know schedule of what people are going to end up doing. So we're either going to have really good seats to watch a bunch of stuff happen or... Uh, we're going to change the dynamic and be part of uh, changing of the guard, right? And using some of these tools that we have available to us in our First Amendment to protect our second so that our second remains there to remain to guard the first and all the others. Anyhow, so uh, earlier today, I got confirmation that we will be going to SHOT Show this year. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, think first off, thanks to the people that have been supporting us on Patreon. I uh, wouldn't even be in business if it wasn't for the people on Patreon, uh, although that barely pays mortgage at this point. Um, that wasn't a done deal. So uh, people have been buying stuff over at the gear website store, which is another effort that we do to um, you know, have some sort of uh, opportunity for people to buy stuff so that it's not just a donation to keep our projects running. A lot of people don't feel the value of content is worth financial support which is fine. I don't support everything I enjoy out there as far as content. Uh, however, uh, people that um, uh, like to get something in return and participate in the store, you know, have something uh, either with one of our designs or some of our products uh, in return for a donation. Again, we understand that you're paying 
that you know you're paying an uh, exaggerated amount for those things like the playing cards and stuff so that you keep us online. So that's 100% due to the people uh, out there purchasing stuff. I'd like to say that we got a whole bunch of people throwing a couple of bucks at us. That wasn't the case. We had a few people throw an embarrassing amount of money, uh, which barely, it didn't really pay for SHOT Show or anything, but it's allowing me to mooch off of other people that'll be up there. So I'm still going to effort at making money so I can be an actual man there and have my own money and be able to buy things like, you know, chewing gum and not have to be, not just mooching, the, I'm mooching everything. I'm mooching the gas money to get up there and the uh, hotel room. But uh, thanks to the people that are purchasing stuff at the store, at least I am not going to be blowing off bills while I'm there. So uh, not the worst situation. And uh, I appreciate very much the people that are allowing this to happen. So we'll do our best to uh, make the show worthwhile. And to get that started, we'll prep. We'll learn from prior years, right? And uh, prep as much as possible so that certain things like uh, meeting up with Gun Channel's people and supporting each other are taken care of ahead of time so that it's not lost in the confusion like it was last year. I think one of the biggest issues from last year is that Ghost didn't realize the law enforcement rooms were available to him. And that's literally one of the, some of the coolest stuff in SHOT Show. So yeah, that's pretty that's disappointing weird. with that. Yeah, and the guys didn't know about that little room upstairs with the, whatever materials and products and stuff. So um, ideally we'll you know communicate better this time, having some kind of structure or plan in place and nobody will miss out on anything because we got new people there. We'll have, um, it's not Mike's first year, is it? Yeah, it's his first year. Yeah, it sure is. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was his first year as media or first year ever. And then we got Sarge. I think it's his first year ever, correct? Yeah, it's his first year as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, little Marco, he's only been there one year. No, wait, he's been there a couple of years now. Who's this, who's this Marco guy you speak of? Oh, hey, hey, what's up, Marco? What's going on? So Marco just jumped in from back east, <laughs> and uh, trying to remember who else. So we had, I thought we had a couple other people who were relatively new to the shot show thing. So I just figured if we can get our stuff together um, and come up with some kind of uh, you know sketch sketchy uh, agenda or something like it's, it's even if it's as simple as at nine p.m. each evening we start a hangout. And that gives somebody like Gary or anybody else who'd like to be involved in the whole thing the opportunity to set up that room and send out invites. And then if we all know that so-and-so is going to set up a room that, you know, somebody who's ideally not even there, then nobody has to run to their hotel and get it set up. Or nobody has to remember not to do something every night because they have to do some, you know, some other obligation. And, uh, and then the same thing, if somebody else, you know, remotely is setting up a room and nobody joins, that's sort of lame also. So I think, uh, you know, we want to take up uh, whatever opportunities we can come up with. And then I think the other thing I'd like to accomplish if we can tonight is coming up with some idea of what to do Sunday night uh, when we're all planning on, are we still all planning on meeting up Saturday, Sunday night to kind of get together and chat and have a gun channels only meetup? Absolutely. I, I can't do Sunday night. Sunday night I'm grabbing a family dinner. Oh, that's right. But that's okay. Well, we can either do something that is like like that one time we met up with Bob at his hotel or his, I guess it's a hotel, casino, whatever. And then after we ate, we all just went downstairs and either gambled or smoked cigars or drank in like, I guess it's a bar or something like some sort of area of the casino where there was just a bunch of chairs and waitresses and stuff. But uh, 
you know, we could do something like that on Sunday where everyone knows, you know, it's until you feel like leaving kind of thing. And then yeah. depending on, because not every, I don't think anybody really drinks too much. Mark was the only one that really drinks this time around, right? Yeah, I'll drink a I beer. Don't. I'll drink a beer. I mean, I'll, it, I'll it, have a drink maybe, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah but I mean, nobody's going to get all plowed on Sunday night or anything. Cause, so oh, it's not yeah, like we need to figure out ride, drives or, rides or anything. But I think if we did something, even maybe in that hotel where Bob was at, I forget what the name of that one was, but you know what I'm talking about. And then, uh, you know, if that's on the side of town near enough of us, then we can all move it from there or whatever. But anyway, that would give Marco an opportunity to show up or if people show up late. So I guess one of the things is we should figure out who all is going. Do we have, has anybody been keeping track of who all is on track? I know Clover said he's going to go, and I know Sarge said he'll be there, and Mike has said he wanted to come. So, um, yeah. We got that guy's wife, so I'm sure she'll want to come on Sunday. Well, yeah, yeah, she'll come. I'm sure. Yeah. Mike's people, though, the people he's staying with, they probably got no interest in coming by, hopefully. So that's yeah, on But um, somebody else, Sarge, was staying with somebody. Is that somebody who we know from Gun Channels or just somebody completely different that we don't know? I think it's someone that uh, I don't think it's a Gun Channels person. It's an industry person, but I don't think they're Gun Channels. So I forgot what he said as far as when he gets there, but I think he was talking about getting there on Sunday night. I'm not sure when he's supposed to get there, but when we were talking about Sunday night, he was all in on that. So I think we were we telling him about Antares, and he was like, oh, maybe I, I haven't made my plans yet. Somebody was saying they hadn't made their plans yet, and they might show up for Antares. That was Sarge, because everybody else is going to Antares. Okay, so that might be Sarge. Now, are you guys, well, Marco and Pink, are you guys going to Antares, or are you going someplace else? Um, I was planning on going, but it depends on what time Marco flies in. I'll, I'll might have to leave to uh, pick him up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what time I'm landing. I, I honestly have no interest in going. It, it was, it was a horrible event last year. I mean, like at least for the content like that I wanted to create, it, it wasn't a good event. Um, okay, but you're flying on Sunday anyway, so it's not. A yeah, so I don't know what time he's there. Plus, I also, I also want to go to the actual sands and pick up my badge. Well, that's what I was going to say. There's no like, matter who goes to. On terrace, I recommend leaving to go get your badges because I think it's crazy to wait till. Yeah, I'm planning on going and staying till about you know two o'clock or so, and then going to get the badge. But see, I'm going to shoot some guns, but I'm going to go there more to talk with Antares about their veteran stuff organizations they work with. So I'll be spending more time with them instead of shooting the guns on that day. So I, I can probably leave around two o'clock and go get my badge. So then, um. Take uh, Alec Cleanser here. Shadow is saying, "What question? What caliber do the people carry?" So, uh, cycle. What caliber do you carry daily? Nine millimeters, so I don't hurt anybody. Uh, Marco, forty. Uh, Ghost. Nine millimeter life. Uh, Gary. Three eighty. Um, Pink. Nine and forty-five. And I carry 357, so there you go. Everything except 10 in your list there. So then Midnight uh, is asking, what is Antares? So Antares is an organization that is made up of companies and media and service companies. And the companies that are, I guess, the qualification to be part of the organization is that the company or service needs to give a portion of their profit, I guess, to a, a 
uh, either a pro-military or pro-police organization? Is that the way to sum it up? I think, I don't, see, I don't know if it's a percentage of profit, but I think they have to make a certain amount of donation every year to a veteran or first responders organization, yeah. So it's, they're, they're affiliated by their support of military veteran organizations, but that's one of the reasons I'm curious about it because I don't think I've heard of something like that other than, actually, I don't think I've anything, heard of anything exactly like that. And then I'm not sure what exactly they do. They, I guess they have this week. So they're calling it Interra Alliance Week or something. And, um, or Interra's Week, I forget. But they uh, have the shoot on Sunday, which is similar to the media day at the range, but smaller and at a different location. But from what I understand, it's, you know, similar, right? It's mimicking that concept. There's a bays at a range that are set up with vendors and manufacturers. And then tents that are off the, you know, off somewhere else that have other manufacturers that aren't necessarily gun things. And then you have a chance as media and as, I guess, individuals to hang out and talk to those companies about what they produce or what they make, what service they provide. You guys were there last year. Marco and Pink were both there last year. Is that what it was? Basically, a small version of Media Day. Yeah, I mean, you summed it up real well. And then like I signed all. I signed all y'all up for it last year. Y'all told me y'all were going to try to make it. I signed everybody yeah, up for it. Well, the problem is we went to another one that year before, right, where it was just a bunch of people out in the desert, and it was very loosely organized. And, and yeah, it was more like just friends. Was, yeah, it was, all, it was one step above just a bunch of friends meeting up at the same time in the desert. It was just a little bit more organized because they had all that affiliations, and it was right before shot. So I assumed it was something like that. So that's my fault for assuming. And... I don't go to SHOT Show alone. I go to SHOT Show with the people I've been going to SHOT Show with for 13 years. And I was just telling these guys off air. For me, SHOT Show is an opportunity to get with the industry and do stuff. The other people, it's an opportunity to get you know, on a vacation for a week and to experience SHOT Show for the 13th or for, I guess for this time for the 14th time. Uh, they're not looking at it the same way I am. So they're not eager to go to like a million different things every week. So I don't think everybody was down for going last year. And this year, honestly, I'm not all that interested in going. However, Ghost and Culver have both talked to Antares people, and they sound pretty interesting. And I like the idea of supporting it and discovering what another shoot is like. Uh, there's a couple of other shoots that are tough to get into, but would be more fun. But uh, they're in a different location physically. It would take a while to get to them. And we have to deal with the badges this year, which is annoying. Uh, and then there's that SIG shoot, which is way the heck north, which I don't know if that's any better. I can't imagine how it could be. It's Monday, though. That's not Sunday. Oh, that's really? The, that's, that's the same day as, as Media Day. Media day. Yeah, that, I got something that, in email about yeah. a Wilcox shoot. Have you guys ever heard of that, Wilcox? Oh, really? It's on, what Monday. It's on Monday also. Yeah, you'll if you want, send me that one because that one might have more interest that to you than some other people. Some of these you can't take photographs at, but the contacts you make are phenomenal. When there's okay, there's I've never heard of it before. I don't know if that's the one, but Wilcox is at least a different company than like Aimpoint or something. So that what is it, Sig or Aimpoint on the north uh, on Monday? Sig. It's Sig. Sig. So that I can't imagine being anywhere near as good as the media day. Because media day is at like a county range, basically, with a ton of bays. Like 
many, many, many outdoor bays, which are just berms, you know, in a direct, you know, pointed in a direction, and they're way in the middle of nowhere. The SIG shoot is up at the county range, which is a very nice, like all yeah. manicured and nice and fancy. And like that tends with like catered food. It's it's pretty dope. Yeah, that's got to be like super fancy and rules and probably boring. No, it's invite only. Uh, I mean, it's invite only. What's cool is like they have their entire lineup that's lined out. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like it, because Media Day is kind of compressed. Like a big manufacturer like Glock are gonna have just the basics. Five you know guns. what I'm saying? Five yeah. guns, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like quadruples of, of those five guns. Even though Glock has what like 30 different guns, probably. Um, so yeah. So the nice thing about the Sig is that it is fancy. They do feed you. Uh, unfortunately, it is invite only. Um, but I mean, the way me and Pink have done it, the la- at least the last two years, because usually like around three o'clock, you start looking at people, and you're like, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like I already shot everything I want to shot. Like, you know, to stretch it to five is kind of tough. And we jumped across town in like 40 minutes. Well, it's supposed to be like an hour and five minute ride. We did it like in 40 minutes and we were able to spend like at least an hour and 15 minutes at the SIG range. And yeah, I thought that was on Sunday for some reason. Yeah, no, but like we just went through it quick. I mean, I mean, because because by that time, you know, it's like their last hour. One, there were no lines there. Plus, two, everyone's at media day. It's like the last hour that they're open, so there yeah. wasn't even that many people there. So we were able to go through like most of the sig lineup really quick. Interesting. So I mean, yeah, I mean, because no, everybody's already got uh, meetings and stuff on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, correct? Like you guys all have your own stuff. Yeah, happening. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Thursday, I might be open after like about eight. I've got something at six thirty, but it might be something around like eight or so. I could be available for dinner or something if you want to wait that late. I got an early gig Thursday night, and then I'm waiting to see if my mega will be able to Glock up. I'll pass to the Glock party. So, um, I was just saying, I don't think it's necessary for us all to meet up every night. By the time we're all done walking every day and doing whatever we're doing after and Ubering and what, that's just another burden to each night. And I don't know what we'd get out of it versus, again, trying to say, like, let's from 9 to 10, we're going to go live. And that way, if we at least remember that or know that, we're not going to, like, get ready for bed at 8. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we'll be like, yeah, I'll stay up till 9. And then worst case scenario is like, I was beat, so I went to sleep. But uh, that way we can still get all the effectiveness of like, you know, oh, did you see this downstairs? Or remember this is going to happen on Thursday? Or I got everybody an invite to this thing on whatever day. These You guys, Marco and Pink, have you guys even been to a Magpul yet? Party? Don't want to go. Yeah, you're spiking for Pink also? You don't want to go to a Magpul? No, I don't want to go. I, one, I don't want to go to a costume party. Two, I really don't like Vegas clubs because all it is is that techno shit. I fucking hate that stuff. I'd yeah. rather go hang out. Rather go hang out at a bar and go meet people there. So, Pink, you don't want to go to a Magpul party? Uh, if it's a dress-up party, probably not. <laughs> no, you guys don't even know then. So, um, I don't know, Ghost, have you seen or heard? I got of invited it? last year. I yeah. it I've heard about it, but I haven't been invited. So, but I've heard about it. You know. They call it Magpul because Magpul people know who it is, but it's really like five or six key industry uh, manufacturers that make military high-end stuff. So it's like the big companies that have decent money, 
and it's an invite-only party. You don't just go to it, but it isn't impossible to go. It's one of the largest things there. So imagine if you watch like a like a movie about uh, Beverly Hills 90210 or something. Like when you watch a movie about rich kids going to a fancy prom or something, like in the movies, there are always these like elaborate things that would have cost so many thousands of dollars. Like I can't even imagine there's really high schools that do that much stuff, but that's what this party's like. It's the craziest, like uh, extravagant party just to have a crazy party that I've ever experienced. We've been to them a was couple. Was this the one that was like the toga party last year or something? The toga party was years ago. So when these guys are talking about dressing, okay. you, they are elaborate. So you're going to go in there and it's going to be definitely like they'll they usually take like a large building um one year for example they do like motocross so they'll go to wherever they do like a motocross event except they'll turn it into like a jungle so it'll be the motocross arena but it'll be like all decked out like a club you know with a part like a jungle theme or whatever so that means all the waitresses or dancers are going to be like you know some kind of jungle girls and uh everybody's going to get a grass skirt when they come in and like a, a you know feather or a flower lay and you know some kind of headdress or something so like they're going to make it elaborate and for the people to get invited yeah there's like costumes and stuff like you don't have to provide them but you know you they'll like they dressed us up in togas or whatever and uh so that way you get in there and your experience is that you're in a giant party with everybody dressed in togas or you know whatever um the one year it was out at an outdoor racetrack and they had like uh basically little motorcycles dressed up as horses like they would these different companies would have made a horse throughout the year that was dressed like looked up like kind of mocked up to look like a horse uh that would be on the chariot and then they made like a little trailer behind the motorcycle that would be the chariot behind the horse so there was a guy driving the motorcycle dressed up like a horse and then there was a guy in the chariot dressed up like a gladiator i guess and then they gave the entire audience, which was a lot of people, hundreds of people probably, uh, they gave them all all the rotten tomatoes and heads of lettuce and nice. rotten vegetables that they wanted. They had like a giant tent of those. And then every time they would drive around a circle, having like a demolition derby type of race with each other, as soon as they got to like the crowd, they got pelted and like showered in all these rotten vegetables and shit. So it turned into like chaos and... And by then everybody was drunk and there was like, well, it was craziness. It was awesome. So I think the word is decadent. I probably. And, um, and I've been to parties like that in Vegas and they are a blast. Yeah. And it's just amazing. So to be and know that it's your industry. I mean, this is the industry. It's neat. And, uh, you know, being provided by the big, big hitters in the industry and all the people that are there. So I think it's worth experiencing. Uh, it's not, and there's others that'll try to outdo them, I suppose. I don't know if it's possible because uh, they have a lot of, you know, resources, but I suspect some of the smaller stuff can definitely keep up with them, if not outpace them when you're not dealing with hundreds and hundreds of guests. Uh, you probably can, you know, spend even less money. But that year, for example, with the, I guess you'd call it like toga theme, like the outdoor tents with food, one of them was like an entire pig on a spit, whatever they call that, where you have like the whole pig outside. Uh, and then basically a whole tent of meats. There was a whole tent of breads. There was like a whole tent of cheeses maybe. And then a whole tent of like vegetables and stuff. So like 
I don't know. It was very, very decadent, you know, very, very elaborate. Um, so anyway, those kind of things are happening on the, the evenings. And, uh, well, we can talk off air about how to, you know, procure a invite to those. It's not guaranteed, but there's certain, certain strategies you can use. Um, the other thing is you don't have to go all night. You know, you can. And sometimes it's worth staying all night. They get crazy, and then there's after parties. I guess that's off air as well. What was that one? What? What did you say? I couldn't hear what you said. That last one. Oh, I was just saying there's after parties also, but I guess we'll talk oh, about yeah. that. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm going Monday night. Uh, I guess it's called Shit Show. Um, U.S. Elite's doing that one. I got invited to that one, so I'm going to go to that one Monday night. I haven't heard of that. So that's like, but it's at some tiki bar, you know. That's like a party, though? Yeah, it's a party. I don't know anything about it, but I got the invite from a buddy of mine. He said, hey, you should come to this. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll go. So I'll go there for a little bit, and I've got a dinner that night with someone else. But it'll be fun. I mean, it's just like last year, it was going to be completely different than this year because knowing a lot more people this year and being invited to some stuff, it's going to be a whole new experience for me at least. Yeah, and then there'll be like forums. We'll have parties. Some of those get pretty crazy. Some of the forums have been around longer than YouTube, so their their get-togethers have more history than you know. I mean, I, I know of parties, or I guess you call them get-togethers or whatever, that have been going on longer than I've been going to shot for sure. And then you know, some of them haven't lasted that long, but uh, yeah, some of the forum get-togethers, like knife owners or I don't know, probably hunting things. I can't even imagine all the different hunting people to get together. Never really explored that. Just I, I know more about the military ones and then gun industry people, I guess. Is FPC still doing their thing at the biker bar? No. So they're not doing it at the biker bar. So the biker bar thing is still going on then? No, that's uh, it's all dead. It's all dead. Okay, so the whole location is dead. I know that Antares is having a, a, a kind of an outdoor barbecue festival Wednesday night. They're bringing some live bands and all, all that, and they're going to have a big thing Wednesday night also. So that could be interesting. So that's why I figure if we get together, whatever, you know, whatever's clever, 9 o'clock, let's say, because um, we got to pick a time. We say nine o'clock each night. You know, we're gonna get together ideally on Sunday. Then, as gun Love channel nine o'clock like Vegas time. Yeah, yeah, nine o'clock. Okay, okay, okay. Because that's enough time. You know, if somebody's like going, you know, it ends at five or whatever. If you leave even early and go do something till seven, you could still go do something else, and then almost get back to a hotel. So you could go to like do two hour things, fart around in between, and still get back for a nine o'clock. And if everybody's doing stuff and we want to do it at 10, I don't care. I'm just putting, picking nine out of my ass. But if we are going to potentially meet up on Sunday together, then everybody will be off on a start. We'll be able to coordinate, consolidate, and figure out what all people might have forgot or what they need or what they could use help with, right? And then Monday, we all figure out if 9 o'clock works. And then, again, if we can all just get together one evening, that's already 100% better than we had last year. Where everybody just basically after Monday, everybody just said, "Okay, see ya." And I don't think we all <laughs> even got together except to eat one night on Wednesday, and then on Wednesday, yeah, we went to that buffet. Everyone got sick at. 
Yeah. And then a couple of times we saw each other in the in the media room, you know. So it's you see what it's like when it's there. We're all it's just gonna be chaos. So I figure at least a, a get together each evening at nine is something that gets us coordinated. Yeah, I think last year, I mean, you know, it worked out. I mean, it wasn't like a planned thing, but it worked out that most of us were up at the media room around 12, 1230, grabbing a bite to eat or some water or something. So that was kind of cool to hang out with everybody for at least a few minutes, you know. Uh, Marco, what do you do for lunch when you're at the actual show? I don't do lunch. You just don't eat at all when you're there? No, I just, I mean, like, that's why we do the massive buffet in the breakfast. I just load up for breakfast and I just make it all the way to dinner. I usually, I usually eat right afterwards, though. So it kind of makes it hard to grab like a dinner dinner later. Pink, what do you do for food at the show? Mm. Usually go all uh, Mountain Dew's my food for the day. Yeah, so. So I can do the same thing. I quit grab their own food. It's just not that necessary. When you got like you say, you can just chow after. Mm-hmm. I don't even bother. I used yeah, to. I think, I, think I ate one day that week, and that was I think me, Clover, Pink, and Smeggy ate down the dungeon. That was only yeah. my lunch all week. Yeah, yep. I can't hold on anymore. I'm just like hungry by like three o'clock. Then I'll just cave in and spend like twenty bucks on like some chicken tenders or some shit. Well, I was gonna say there's that that uh, food court or whatever, but I only usually go to that food court if other people are going to it, and I'd feel like going and hanging out with them. Like I don't go there to go eat at that food court because it's still expensive. Right. I'm right. still trying to conserve steps. Yeah, twenty bucks yeah. for little Chinese food was not worth it. <laughs> well. It- it's about medium between like regular cost of going out to a restaurant and then whatever it costs down in the dungeon because that's like the most expensive food in Vegas right there. And then that that food court is like twice as much as a regular restaurant maybe, but still half as much as going down to the dungeon. I think if I do eat lunch, I, I'm, I'm going to go try that, that place over at the Venetian that you were telling me about. Is that the food court you're talking about? Yeah, but like Marco's saying, yeah. it's, it is walking. It's probably in adding a mile because you're walking a good half a mile out of the place to go eat. You sit there for a little while and you eat or whatever, but then you're walking another half an hour, half a mile back into the place to start walking around for more miles. So it is a walk. You're paying for the you're paying one way or the other for money, or you're paying for. And you lost an hour of showtime. You didn't lose an hour, yeah. but you definitely lose a good half an hour. There's no way you're you're walking for 15 minutes each way at least. It sounds funny, and people laugh at me all the time. I really don't care, but I go. Um, last year, I went to Walmart. There's a Walmart right right by our hotel, and I got a loaf of bread and some goober, which is like peanut butter and jelly mixed together. And I made like two or three sandwiches. And I put in my backpack, and I just take a bite of that throughout the day. And that's how kind of proves how I ate all week. Uh, Gary, uh, cycle. I don't mean to disclude you just like i say i just got the word literally an hour before the show that i can even go in again you know i wasn't even sure if i was going but um you guys have obviously paid attention to other people and you've been to your own uh traveling and conventions and stuff anything that uh you guys would throw out there as tips or tricks or suggestions for uh this kind of a thing where we get together we're spending quite a bit of money to get together for a week um there's a, you know, I don't know how much of the stuff they're going to front you because you're going to shot, but they have those little booths all around on the strip where you can get discounted tickets to entertainment and stuff. And I, to be honest, I love going to anything like Circus Soleil or any of that kind of junk. And you can get pretty cheap tickets for that. But the other thing they do is they'll sell discounted tickets for buffets as well. 
So if you're looking to just chow down and all that kind of stuff, that might not be a bad way to do it. I was actually looking up because for the last couple of years, I've been telling Pink, like, let's go catch a, you know, like a show in Vegas or whatever. And um, I saw that, uh, was it Chris Angel had just moved to Planet Hollywood? And I was like, fuck, I'm going to go see a Vegas magic show. Oh, he'd be cool to watch. And that fuckboy goes on break from the 19th all the way to February 2nd. Yeah, and and, um, the the Blue Man group (laughs) at the Venetian is also I've seen them. I've seen them, and they are phenomenal. It wasn't even that expensive. It was only like 70 bucks a ticket or some shit. But but he literally stops doing shows on the 19th, and he doesn't come back to like February 2nd. Yeah, the Blue Man group is definitely worth it because it's it's a really good show. So I could probably go to him now. Fuck you, asshole. That's that's why I didn't tell you about it either. (laughs) You probably go see Jennifer Lopez's old ass. No, you can go see Celine Dion. Let's see any hey, of them. Hey, don't be, don't be harping on my Celine, man. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to see her for 20 years, and every time I go to Vegas, she sold out her on vacation. Schnazadine. But, uh, but yeah, I've been to, uh, I've been to the Love Show for, for Cirque. I've been to La Rev. I've been to Lowe. I've been to uh, quite a few of them. And that, that's a show that never disappoints. And uh, the Blue Man guys, they actually, I actually had a handprint on my bald little head, just like the Marcus Sauron from one of those guys. Yeah, That's they're hilarious. Really they're really good. Very good. Yeah. But I would, I would definitely do that. It sounds like you're doing a big breakfast thing anyway. Um, there used to be a great steak and eggs place. I don't know if it's still down there or not. But uh, there was a place that sold steak and eggs, and it was like six or seven bucks. It was really cheap. So that was always a lot of fun. No, we're not doing a breakfast thing, really. I mean, we have done breakfast things, but we were talking about getting together for Sunday night. But breakfast things end up sucking butts because uh, Monday the show the, the shoot is down in Boulder City, so it is I don't know almost an hour away from people's hotels. Oh yeah, so too late in the day. Yeah, it's a half an hour or something. So you can technically we've gone to eat before it when we didn't care, like for many years we were really eager and we you know appreciated getting there early and stuff and then for a period of years you know it's repetitive so we didn't care so much so we would eat on the way out there and what happens when you eat on the way out there even if you eat early or eat fast is inevitably you get there behind the buses so a whole bunch of people is let's say 2500 media i don't know what percentage of them go to media day do you guys see any numbers is it 1700 go to media day I heard, I, think 1500, I heard 1,500 last year, but I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I think that. I looked I it up for some research, and I think it was 1,700. So there's 1,700 media are going to go out to the media day, and that might just be in the morning. And uh, so a lot of those aren't in their own vehicles. They're taking, like, uh, shuttle buses from the hotels. So each of the big hotels in town will have a shuttle bus. So you either are at that hotel, you get to that hotel, and then they shuttle you the hour out to the range. So if you get there as an individual car after that you might as well you know eat lunch in your car because you're going to be waiting for a long time for that bus line to come down and inevitably the next bus shows up so you got to either wait for like the couple of minute gaps between buses or just resolve to wait for all the bus lines or get in the bus lines and that's just a mess so anyway you either get there early so that you get beat the buses which is also beneficial because then you beat the buses now you can clear through all the busy part of the media day before the buses even get there ideally and then the buses get there and swarm the whole place and you've 
you know, now you're only fighting half the people instead of three quarters of the people. Anyway, so breakfast gets screwed on the on the day of the shoot, and then on Shot Show it starts at what nine, so most buffets open at eight. So you're missing at least an hour a shot if you go to a buffet before shot. Really, I could swear the buffet that we went to opens like at seven. Yeah, number remember. one, we're live, so we don't have to give away all of our secrets, right? And number <laughs> two, our buffet is for seven bucks, is, or seven o'clock is far enough away that it still takes us a fucking hour to get to shot after. It's all I'm saying is by the time we fart around, you and then they have to drop the price, though. Come on. What, you want to Hoover Dam for breakfast or what? It's basic. It's in a secret location. So a couple yes. of times we've gotten there and just ate really fast and left because it is kind of cheap also. But most it's of the time good, though. breakfast, we fart around. That's what I was going to say is that you know, even though we can get there fast, we end up farting around and just BSing all morning and then getting there late. But Did we go to the buffet I, last year, I think, be, before the rain today? Yeah. I can't remember. Not before I rain. I think we did it on like Thursday or something. No, yeah. like – me and Pick ate breakfast every morning. Like we never went anywhere. Like because 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 of the fact that we don't eat lunch. I know for the fact that we went to go eat every day. Yeah, I'm thinking that you didn't. You guys meet up with us like like Thursday or something last week, last year. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're probably gonna go to that breakfast spot like every day, like Monday through Friday. What you talking about a breakfast place or that buffet? The that buffet, okay. or at least at, at least that buffet. Maybe another breakfast spot if we get tired of the buffet. But honestly, I've been to a lot of places in Vegas, and that buffet is the best bang for the buck and yeah. it's quickest to, because it's so big you get in and out where some of the other ones might be almost as good or cheap but they're so small that yeah they're shitty my aunt works at paris so she so she's like a union worker or whatever so every time when i go out there and i go out for my family dinner she always takes me to like the big fancy ones or whatever like she took me to like the new orleans ones that was a nice one for dinner that one it was way bigger but it was it was dinner so it was different but it was nice it's expensive though. Them things are like forty dollars a head. Yeah, I've been to the nice buffets. They're they're super nice. They're not only nice, but the like selection is massive, yeah. and all the food in all the selection is nice. Yeah. And you make a plate you don't like, you just fucking throw it on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we're talking probably not. I think Cycle was talking about getting for, you know, together for breakfast. I don't think we do that too much unless you guys want to do it like on. Friday or something. A lot of times we have in the past got together on Fridays because everybody's sick of shot show by then. Most of shot show doesn't even happen on Friday. Yeah. Everybody's burnt out and tired. Uh, so you might you yeah. might find out what time Hash House or Go Go opens if they're still in the link. Um, it used to be the Imperial Palace, and it's across the street from Caesars. And they used to have a Hash House of Go-Go uh, restaurant there. And their breakfasts are like, I would eat breakfast there, and then I wouldn't eat the rest of the day. Yeah. It was, no, they were tough. incredible. I think I know what you're talking about. It's still there. We used to actually stay in that when it was called Imperial Palace. Yeah, it was a very inexpensive place to stay, except the elevator sucked. Well, no, the best part was that you'd stay in the Imperial Palace between Flamingo and Harris or something. Yes. So it's like a cheap hotel on the strip, but it was from the strip backwards. Like it went all the way back to where the Ferris wheel is now. So anyhow, we would stay at the Imperial Palace, but in the back, which nobody wanted to stay in the back. Well, here's the thing. When you stay in the back, we would park in front of our hotel room, even though it was in a parking garage. It was weird. So you could park in front of your hotel room, even on the third or fourth floor, 
and a parking garage. It was just like a bridge and you'd be at your hotel room. So it was basically these hotel rooms, like in the back of a parking garage that nobody wanted to be in. You would just go down to the first floor and walk across the parking garage and you were in SHOT Show. It was freaking awesome. Oh, so wow. we, got of, we got some of the cheapest hotel rooms ever and they were like the closest hotel rooms to the actual SHOT Show floor. And there were like, I don't know, 32 of them or something. So how many floors with like six of these rooms? And yeah. For, I think they started at Sands, and well, I know it started at Sands in 2010, and it was probably until 2016 that um, until they tore that down and put up that stupid Ferris wheel. And as soon as they put up that Ferris wheel, they that the Ferris wheel lives on where we were talking about. Well, so, yeah, the Ferris wheel is right in back of the link. Yeah, but it used to be the rooms that I'm talking about. Like they tore right. those. Rooms oh, down oh, I see. The Ferris wheel. So it's, it's, it's like literally not even a, yeah. a thing anymore, but it was awesome back in the day. The only problem is every once in a while it would rain. And when it rained, the the like walkway between shot and this hotel was underwater. Like it was waist deep in like rushing water. So it was sort of, you were sort of screwed where it was like, you'd walk there in the morning and it would take you a, a half a mile to get to shot show. At well, night, if it was waist deep for you, I'd be swimming. Oh yeah, dude! It it would push cars away. It was like the whole Vegas like strip, like water, uh, whatever gutter is like through this one hotel's parking lot. It was weird. It's actually built that way. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it's built that way, and it has signs and stuff like you. Well, you know not to enter when it's flooded. <laughs> it's like uh, designed so that all this water goes through this parking garage, but um, but that also meant we couldn't walk. So yeah, we would have to like basically go walk away the fuck over here, walk way the hell up these stairs. Walk across the fifth floor of this parking garage and then back down to our hotel. Yeah, we really liked that that particular hotel because it was very inexpensive and it was almost dead center between the back end of Vegas, the south end, and the old stuff up on Fremont. And the bus service was really good. And you know, if you go out the front door of the hotel, you're only like a quarter of a block from the main drag. It was, it was pretty well located. Did you ever go to the car museum that was in their garage? Uh, I have family that went there, but I personally have never been there. It's a pretty one. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, it wasn't pretty nice. It wasn't huge, but it you know you could just walk up and touch the car. So there was like a couple of presidential limousines, like an Elvis limousine. You could just touch them. That was kind of neat. Like a lot of times you can't touch stuff at a museum. All right. Well, so um, we don't have uh, Clover. I don't know where he's at. Out enjoying his life, I guess. Instead of being in this chat, and then we don't have Angelina. We don't know when she's getting there, and who else don't we have in here? Um, Mike and Sarge. Mike and Sarge is probably working. I don't see him out in the chat. So I think they all. I think even Mike said that they were down with Sunday. Oh, I see Ashley's out there. Do we know when Gunstreamer is going to be in? I had talked to. I, I had sent an email back and forth to Ashley and said that we're all going to get together on Sunday night, and I'm hoping they can make it. And then I talked to Austin, was it yesterday or two days ago? I can't remember which one it was. And they said, yeah, just let us know and do all that. So, I mean, I don't know if, if Ashley's out there, then she knew about Sunday night. So hopefully they'll be able to make it. Yeah, Sunday night, gun channels only. So it's not like Sunday night, invite everybody you know who's on the internet, just gun channels. And uh, we're just going to get together and say, hey, and that way it's not a bunch of weird stuff. It's just us uh, getting ready for the shot and for people that are there for the first time. I know gun streamers there for the first time, but I don't know if the three human beings that are gun streamer have been there before or not. 
But if you guys need anything, then that's where we can all coordinate and make sure everybody knows where we are, get our our phones all connected. Oh, Gun streamer won't be there till Monday. Oh, all right. Well, then we'll just meet up with them individually, I guess. Well, we can, I mean, there's going to be times, I'm sure, that we could all meet up somewhere, do something, you know. So I heard one of the owners of Utah Gun Exchange got arrested. Yeah. What's all that about? So did. Uh, from when I saw the article, he got arrested. There was a warrant served in November, and there he found they found thirty six thousand dollars in cash and a ton of pot and suppressors and weapons. They they gave him a charge for a weapons violation, but they got him for a bunch of drug and, and distributing charges as well. Well, that seems interesting, so I guess we'll find out more about that when we get more about that, I guess. Yeah, I just saw an article today. So I'm I've got a link I can throw in if you're interested. I guess. Um, is it a crime to have 35 grand in cash? I think, I think what they were saying, it was the massive amount of marijuana that they had been surveying, uh, surveillancing him, and they got him for a distribution. Oh. If, I was going to say, on some highways that you uh, drive on, if they pull you over and you have a lot of cash, they they think it's a crime because they sit there and take it. Yeah, you, you actually have to have re- – if it's over 10 grand in cash, you have to have receipts to prove where it came from or what your intentions are with it. That's why whenever I drive with that much cash, I keep anything over nine grand in my prison wallet. <laughs> Uh, I wish I had those problems of having to worry about having more than ten grand in cash on me. Number one, I I regret immediately having those problems if I were, but then yeah, they would be like both horrible and and good. I guess I don't know. If that's like good. that's like uh, first world problems there, you know. I don't even know. Let's let's move on. So, uh, oh, don't forget about one of the. myself again. Who is Ashley? So Ashley is one of the three human beings that runs. Gun uh, streamer, so gun streamer. Their account over there is, you know, I don't know who's running that particular one, but then Ashley is one of the humans behind gun streamer. You can trust me, Cash. I said if I had thirty-five, trust me. If I had thirty-five grand, there probably wouldn't be a gear website store, right? I would just be doing. Yeah, thirty-five grand. He'd have a badass van. No, there'd be like. Uh, really good every second matters. Kevin's thing wouldn't be hidden like his Memorial Day weekend thing would be hidden. Did somebody just fall out? Mm -mm. Yeah, I think so. Ghosted, yeah, okay. Well, going to say, don't forget about going to the bacon bar. All right, so when are you thinking about doing that? Is that something you got on your list or it's just one of those things? that's, That's a definite. I'm not leaving Vegas without doing that. Yeah, but I'm saying... Do you already have it in your schedule? So that no. Mars? Okay. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm there till Sunday, so I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna happen Monday, because then Monday, I, like, I kind of left my nights open as far as. I mean, I'm, I'm booked. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. I got Friday open and Monday open, so I don't know because something always pops off at range day.
So uh, we can also try to figure out a time to meet up towards the end of the week. We don't have to worry about it now because we got plenty of time when we're there. But we'll see how everybody's, you know, holding up and interested, and then we'll come up with something towards the end of the week to come up, you know, to meet up. Yeah, because the other flight leaves at four forty-five on Friday, I think. The thing like in the weekend is that Pink picks me up. Let's say at 10, 11 o'clock, and you know, in the morning, can't go pick up her badges till three. Can't even get to our rental property until like three. Um. So I was I was thinking about maybe grabbing lunch there or something. It all depends how hungry I I am when I land. Are y'all staying the same place as last year or a different house? Got a different house. Okay. Um, otherwise, no point. Well, I don't know. I really don't think it'll work to try to say, like, let's all meet up at 3 o'clock in the media room. It just, there's no way. Nobody knows what they're doing at any time, right? And I don't think it's worth trying to leave a spot open, because even what happens if we all meet each other in the media room? Like, hey, yeah, here's everybody. Let's go back to work, right? So I think it works out fine when people just, uh, or it seems to work out fine when people just randomly meet up when they're taking breaks that coincide, right? Did you guys start meeting up to go smoke? I yeah, never... we did. <laughs> we spent, we saw Pink and Smeggy more outside than anywhere, I think. I never, <laughs> until you guys started showing up, I never smoked at shot. I just don't even think about it, I guess. I just go all day and then I'll start smoking again after. But during the day, I never stop and go outside until you guys started showing up. So I never even thought about doing that really until last well, It worked out well last year because I spent so much time in the dungeon. And so it's just right there, you know. Oh, so if people are showing up late or whatever, um, I just noticed that uh, Kinky says he bought something over at the store. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, up until just an hour or two ago, it was still questionable. I'm not flush with cash in it by any means. I've got quite a few bills still, but I basically found out that I can mooch off of people that are going. So um, I will be a chat show uh, for most of the time. So uh, um, I would still like to go as an adult human man and have you know money to pay my own bills. Even though that's money I'm mooching off of people, uh, we do have a store. I also, so got, I also got a hundred dollar bill waiting for you when I get there from the super chats. Right on. So I appreciate that, and that's the kind of stuff that you know has made it possible. So I'm not going like, hey, I got no worries with money, and you know I'm going to gamble or something. But uh, I will be able to be up there. So that's why we're uh, kind of focusing on shot show because I didn't want to get too involved if I didn't even know if I was going. And uh, so now if I know I'm going to be there, then we can again try to schedule some time to. I don't know, learn from our mistakes or whatever. So, Pink, what, this is your fourth, third, fourth year? Third. Third year, Marco, fourth, third, fourth? Fourth. Fifth. And then yeah, fourth. this would have been Bob's third then or second? It couldn't have been his second. It had to be his third or fourth. It, it was going to be his third, yeah. Well, he missed last year, too. Yeah, I know, but he's been to at least two. Yeah, he's been to two. Yeah, he was at two. His third, because yeah, he was. He was at the first one that I went to, and he was at the second one. That, yeah. No, no, you went to him before him. There's no, no. way. No, 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 because remember he was stomping it in, in my crack house uh, suite that I had. He was stomping on the floor, and I was getting mad at him. You went with Boss. 
before the Bob showed up. Uh-uh. I w- the first time I went, I went with Bob because remember when I had that ghetto ass hotel suite that we did a live from? And no, Bob I remember was- that hotel and he was all, yeah. But um, I never huh. went before that. That was my first year. Okay. Anyway, so, um, you know, just trying to learn from mistakes or whatever. You guys have all been there before. Everybody's experienced it through other people's, you know, coverage or whatever. So, uh, Anyway, so that's why I figured we'd uh, chat about it, and I was addressing it because uh, I saw Kinky had ordered something. So, yeah, I do appreciate the people that order stuff. I did post some stuff over there. I was going through old uh, gun show stuff. I had some big containers I used to take to gun shows, and I was emptying those out and found the uh, fourth-generation glow-in-the-dark Every Second Matters patches, which we haven't had for sale for a while. Uh, there were some of them that were all in there. They were all kind of smashed together, so the stickers and stuff all have the imprints from the Velcro. Uh, they've been in storage. But um, uh, there was also some fifth generation Every Second Matters. Those were the, like, misunderstanding with the printer or the sewer, I guess. And they're, like, the big giant ones that were three inches by four inches. Or, no, three by four by six. I don't know. They were pretty big. Holy and, cow. They're, yeah, like, index cards. They're, like, yeah, they, were they were big. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't buy a lot of them. But, uh, anyhow, there was, I found, what, two, either two greens and three pinks or the other way around. And a couple of those have already been purchased. And then uh, I have a bunch of decals that we made here with our vinyl cutter in Tucson a long time ago. And again, I found all these things in a gun show container. I, I opened up the pouches that they were in and then added uh, some gun show loophole tickets, the PVC patches and stickers, and then some gun channel stuff and some other things to make them into packages, overpriced you know, packages that basically are a way to say uh, thanks for... Uh, or a way to sponsor us financially to get here and then to get something in return, but a uh, way really just to help us facilitate the trip. So um, anyway, that's, uh, again, a kind of a station ID or whatever to, to say thanks to the people who are uh, purchasing things and to keep people up to date with, uh, with SHOT Show. So um, this is our 13th year. I've got, I've been working on, I guess I have the technology to go look at it with you here. I've been working on the uh, gun show review website, uh, which is a site that I started building 13 or 14 years ago when we started doing uh, SHOT Show. I'd been going to SHOT Show to help out gun shops and stuff, uh, and then decided to go as media in 2005. And uh, it was not an easy decision. A friend of ours, the guy, Joe, who uh, has been going to SHOT Show with me ever since, uh, his son was, his daughter was born that year. So she was like born in December and then we're like, hey, we're leaving for a week to go basically hang out in Las Vegas. So that wasn't an easy sell. And then uh, cost us quite a bit of money and it was a real pain in the ass. So back then we put up this website to start consolidating, I guess, my gun show reviews. And then little did we know that it would become a 13 year archive of gun show, of shot show reviews. So I started posting some of the pictures from 2005 up here and to my best of my recollection, putting in some notes. And I've done that for pretty much all the years that we've been there now. Uh, there's a couple of years in here. I mean, we've attended every year, but I don't, I'm not always flush with cash. Back in the years of YouTube, we you know, stayed at hotels and had a nice time and there was no issue with money. I was getting paid a lot of money by YouTube to be there. Uh, but as soon as YouTube quit paying in like 13 or whatever it was, uh, there was some years that we only showed up for a few days, you know, where I maybe had 250 bucks and, you know, we stayed as long as we could for that kind of money. 
Uh, and then you could usually stay for two or three days up there for that. But uh, so we attended some years, but you know, we didn't cover every single year. So some of these have more pictures than others. And uh, maybe since 2000 and I don't know, 14, my main goal has really been to try to encourage more people to appreciate the show and the industry and what else we've got there. You know, as soon as I started to meet some of the inventors, the people that founded the companies, I appreciate more what the industry has to offer there and not just the gizmos and the widgets, but you know, the stories and the, the, the whole industry is there. So trying to motivate media, stuff like that hasn't been easy because it's not like uh, necessarily like I've got a specific goal in mind, but uh, as I attend the gun rights college policy conference and meet more people in different types of media, uh, that are there and you know they're trying to do they're trying to do some of the things that ghost and clover have already mastered right so my goal at shot show is to bring people like ghost and clover together with people like kevin uh, or uh cheryl todd for example who's who's killing it with the financial side and with you know some of the the networking stuff and probably doesn't they don't know about each other yet and uh that some of that networking opportunity i think will be uh, what I appreciate SHOT Show for this year. So uh, we're going to be able to meet Maj. Have you guys ever met Maj before? No, I've got, actually got an interview scheduled with him on Wednesday, so I'm excited about that. I've talked yeah. to him a couple of times, but I've never met him in person. Yeah, I've met him a bunch of times. He's probably a pretty cool dude. Just from looking at his uh, enthusiasm or whatever, I'm guessing he's uh, an interesting human to just be around, right? He's not like, um, unless it's completely fake, he's got to be a pretty interesting dude to just be around. Yeah, no, he definitely is. He definitely is. I mean, because Philly's like, well, like an hour away from Baltimore, he comes down to Baltimore a lot. So uh, that'll be interesting. Um, and then, well, there's just lots of people that are, you know, starting or in the process of growing their projects. And then, of course, we have an interesting year coming up here. A lot of anti-gun stuff coming and a lot of um, effort that we need to do. So we'll see how the industry's doing. And uh, we've got lots of people there with cameras and with uh, microphones to, uh, I guess, record or, you know, to, to interview and to experience the industry like never before. And I guess part of the challenge is not just for all the people who are going to be, you know, doing that, creating content, but also for some of us to maybe look at everything that's happening and help people tune in to what's valid and what's extra noise and what all there is uh the way that they moved the industry or the what is it the manufacturing and stuff upstairs uh you know the materials and manufacturing processes to like that separate room for a couple of days um you know that's sort of the way you can look at the way people cover the show people tend to cover the show in one way but the way that they moved some of the vendors and, and manufacturers upstairs like maybe there's some other ways that we could be covering the show and not everyone's going to do it that way and maybe not it doesn't need to be done the entire show but maybe the 2a summit could be one day where everybody or maybe one video out of your series or like you know two out of your series if you're going to ask a person 10 questions maybe two of them are 2a related you know maybe there's some way that we can shift our coverage of the show to shift the show's perception of what the industry expects of them you know are you allowed to be a manufacturer in an industry that's dependent on a right protected by an amendment that's at risk and just blow off the fact that we're in a political climate? Or is there an obligation, a, you know, a, 
a capitalist obligation for those companies to be aware of politics and to take stands. And, you know, if everyone at SHOT, for example, who covered SHOT asked what organizations they, uh, uh, what am I trying to say, what organizations they uh, support, you know, wouldn't that be a different industry at the end of SHOT Show? If every single question they got, every single interview they did, people were questioning what Second Amendment organizations they supported or were aligned with, every single company that walked out of there, every single manufacturer and distributor would be aware of Second Amendment organizations in a whole different way. They'd respect them in a whole different way. They'd have a whole different relationship with their audience, right? And that's not something that the audience said and could be expected to get together and say, we demand that of our, of our 2A media. But if the 2A media understood that they have that potential and did something about it, then maybe we can create that uh, interplay between customer and manufacturer. Everybody with me there, or am I just taking it off in too far direction tonight? No, I, I've got, you know, I think we had talked about, and maybe I don't know, the show or off air or something, we had talked about different questions to ask. And I think Mark was talking about if we kind of went around with the same kind of two or three questions amongst their 10 questions. And I think one of them was the state of second amendment, who do you support and stuff like that. I plan on doing that. I plan on asking everyone I talk to what they feel the state of the second amendment is and who they support. And then, you know, what they think this next year is going to mean to the second amendment. So I hope to do a video of, you know, all these different people that I ask these questions and splice it in all those answers into one video. So I think it'd be really interesting to see different parts of the industry, what they say. And I just broke the chat. Well, I keep looking for my pack of cigarettes. I know I brought it inside, but so if you guys don't have anything to talk about, I'll end it, or you guys can keep chatting and I'll run out to the band real quick. I just want to know what kind of shoes are being brought so I can know, you know, who I've got to worry about beating this year. There you go. <laughs> I'm still bringing my normal two pair, my, uh, Bring in the ruby reds. No, well, I might bring them, and uh, yeah, but I, you know, that's only for one day. I, I don't have uh, extra pair like uh, Marco does. Uh, he might have an extra pair. I don't know if you'd fit them or not, but no, I'll have extra I, pairs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's no way I can. I might be able to slip my big toe into his shoe. So, Marco, I can't remember the hashtag in case people are wanting to watch. What is the hashtag for the showdown, the shoe showdown? That's it. Shot show shoe showdown. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I, I usually wear, uh, bring my boots that uh, I fly I fly out as in those because uh, they weigh more. But uh, I wear those for a range day so I don't tear my shoes up and then Put them in your bag. Put your boots in your bag, like in like your carry-on bag, and fly with slippers. Because then you just go through TSA and you just take off like your flip-flops. That's actually not a bad idea. When I go to TSA, I go in sweatpants and I go in flip-flops. Which is funny because if I were to go like in like just 
dressed up kind of a little bit, I could probably get first class with that buddy pass. But then I'd be uncomfortable flying. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a three and a half hour layover in Denver. That's going to be fun. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, when, whenever I'm looking, I, it doesn't matter if it uh, costs me an extra hundred bucks. I, I want that nonstop flight. Well, from Arkansas, there's not a one, so i got to go through yeah. Dallas or Denver, so um, that's what it is. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still debating on whether I'm going to take the uh, the red ones. I like the red ones last year. Those were good. I'll be back. Yeah. I mean, I, I can uh, join in on one showdown. That'd be about it. Cause, you, know, you don't want to wear them this, uh, any other day. Things you bring like penny loafers and just rock those and say, <laughs> where you at, boys? <laughs> right, just as then, I then again, you'd have blisters everywhere, too, though. Yeah. Just as I was leaving, did he say he was going to wear flip-flops on the airplane? Yeah. Mark yeah, he always does. Yeah. Ever heard of an emergency landing? Ridiculous. Yeah, he doesn't want to take his boots off or shoes off during TSA, so he wears flip-flops. No, he he, wear he wasn't wearing boots. He, wears, he doesn't wear boots, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. You wear boots on an airplane. If you got to make an emergency landing, and it's like you got to get off that airplane, and it's on fire, and you're like, got to help a little old lady or some kid. Right. You gotta live with yourself and you're like, oh, I can't help you because I can't stand on that aluminum because I'm wearing flip flops. You know how much more I'm gonna get paid because I am wearing flip flops? It, it, like, if I do burn my feet compared to you? What? I don't give a shit. I'm saying if airplane goes down, I'm wearing boots, man. Airplane goes down, I'm getting paid. I'm looking for every scratch possible. Airplane goes down, <laughs> we're not gonna be around probably, so it's all exactly. good. Exactly. So I'm either, I'm either gonna get paid or I'm gonna die. Oh, please. All you got to do is tuck down and put your head down by your knees, and then boom, you survive the airplane. And then, oh, boom, okay. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that what the card that, says? In the, that's uh, exactly the right. And, and in the 60s, they taught us we could we could survive a nuclear attack by sticking our heads under the desk. So, exactly. it's probably the same yeah. guys training you. And then just dodge the whatever fuel fires, and boom, you're done. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Water, you're floating, and you're out of your put the fire out, you're done. I mean, you grab your seat cushion if there's a floating device. I mean, you're all good, man. Yeah, and then you help other people off the plane. I'm just saying. I'm not. I can't imagine wearing flip flops on a plane. Now, who uh, who here I, remembers the uh, nuclear uh, drills in high school or in uh, elementary school? I did them in elementary school. Oh yeah, yeah. I passed by. I passed at least six people in TSA. Can I just take off my slippers and just walk through? Yeah, I just unlaced my boots, but like said, I wear boots and then carry shoes if I'm going to carry shoes, but I just wear boots. But anyway, then you just wear them unlaced, right? And then you take them off and on real easy. And then once you're done, you can just put them back on. Yeah, but most of the people that, that work at TSA would try to steal my shoes. No one, no one that works at TSA is going to try to steal your boots. That's for damn sure. All right, so in this uh, video, we got a uh, thumbnail. Anybody know what that thumbnail is? Uh, let me take a look. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 from uh, that's from Futurama. Half of it. 
half of it. The other half is from someplace else. It's from Boko Ghibli. Oh, I have to go look at it again. Then. But I definitely recognize Claw. No, that's not his name. The, the one on the left. Yeah, Claw is a wholly different guy, and he pinches you. This guy stabs you. Oh, yes, you're right. Yep. He hangs out with that claw guy. Yeah, they're all they all hang out together. So they're, they're you know me, you know robots. I hard for me to tell one apart from another. I'm sorry, I'm I'm robot but, racist. I guess that's all right. Probably not gonna yeah clamps not claws. And, and I probably would recognize the other one if you hadn't put uh, you know uh, what's his name's picture on him. Night Strike. I have no idea who the Poco Ghibli character is, but then it's Night Strike. So basically, it's Night Strike and Roberto. Nobody knows. Yeah, who. Roberto. Yeah. So, uh, question is, who wins in this fight, Night Strike or Roberto? Cycle. Oh, uh, he's well within three feet of him, and he's already got his knife out. Night Strike is toast. Uh, Marco. I don't know. Never watched the show. It's on the show, you can tell by looking. It's a cartoon version of Night Strike or a robot with a knife. All Night Strike is ever going to do is yell at somebody. Joe, not stab me. Ow. <laughs> All right. I'll go. Roberto wins that hands down. Uh oh. Gizzard? Gotta go with Roberto. All right. Pink has insider knowledge on whatever superhero powers or whatever anime powers this Poco Ghibli character has. What are you saying? Poco Ghibli Night Strike or Roberto the knife stabbing yeah. robot? Uh, Night Strike. How come? What do you know that these guys don't know? <laughs> Secret. <laughs> like I say, I just picked this thing because it was funny looking. I have no idea who it is or anything. but, I don't know. but I'm trying to make out who that character is. Oh, I thought maybe you knew. So nah. I think Roberto is going to stab him. He's already like three quarters of the way stabbing him right now. Tater cut off his own hand with a 1911 and bleed on him. You can't rust a robot, though, not in Tutorama. Yeah, if I saw the original character, I'd be able to tell you. Well, there's Night Strike. Let's see. Night Strike isn't even defending himself out there, he's getting stabbed. And virtually stabbed in the chat. It's never happened before. Oh, here he is. I I just I just want to you know I, I hate to take us off topic, but I just want to say that the level of monitoring of data on the internet is absolutely phenomenal because I my Facebook feed is loaded with hotels in Vegas saying that they're running specials. That's because hilarious. you're talking about it right now on YouTube. That's, That's it. You know, they, they, you know, I've got one. Literally, I've got one from Excalibur, and another one just popped up from uh, from uh, Park MGM. So it's it's like wow, what, real. what the hell are they looking at? Because I don't even go to Shot Show. I've never been there. It's just got to be because we're talking about. But do you got one of them hockey pucks that's listening to everything you say, like Angelina? No, said? no, I don't have any of those. So all my regular computers have microphones on them, so they could probably hear through that. 
I think the CIA, didn't they get busted with something where they were using phones to listen to people and computers to listen to people? Wow. But I, I just thought it was amazing. That's, I, you know, the first one, I just kind of wrote it off. But then when the second one popped up, it's like, oh, my God. They really are. Oh, it's represented here. All right. You're in here now. So you went in this fight with Roberto? Uh, yeah. What you what you don't know is in my coat pocket I have uh three fifty seven six. Too late. No, but we've seen you shoot. You. We've seen you shoot. So <laughs> yeah, but at that close range I can't miss. At that close you range you never your get your gun out. Do you want to uh, bet your life on that? You never get your gun out. Come on, be real. <laughs> right. So what's the character that's based off of? I don't know. She she. She came up with I just found a weird looking picture and then cartooned it and then found some other weird one. I think uh, Travis knows who they are. He bought a shirt. He bought the shirt that was sold. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know Roberto. I just didn't. I just don't know the other guy. The other guy's nice guy with some sort of costume on. That we don't know. Yeah, apparently. All right. Well, At least so. It's not uh, blue. I can change. No, no, don't. Yeah, exactly. Now people buy the spy to ask questions. Yeah, I don't understand that. I know people that own those hockey pucks and they pay money. And they, you have to pay for the service for it to listen to you also, right? Yeah. Um, well, you, it, it'll work off the Wi-Fi in your uh, internet. But, but I mean to tell the little robot to do stuff and for it to do stuff, don't you have to have like an Amazon Prime or something? Or is it just if you buy the hockey puck, it does what you're bidding? I thought it did what you told it to. Well, if it's free, you know who's what the real cost of that is then. It's purchase privacy and unlikely. So even if they're offering the service for free, unlikely they're listening to everything you say just to listen to keywords for now. As soon as we have quantum computing, it's all different story. But that's probably another topic for another show. I think we've been going for more than an hour. Did we start on time today? So we've been going for a good 90 minutes or something. Uh, let's see. Gary, you had a show tonight. Uh, you said it went okay. Um, yep. I'm guessing the after hours ain't going still because you're in here. So um, your next show is until Friday? That's Well, next scheduled show, yeah. Right on. Um, I don't think, well, Ghost, you've got a show Tuesday. Yeah, we're going to be talking shot shot. I've got Sedini and Pincus coming on, and uh, hopefully you and and Clover and Mike, and hopefully try to maybe get Sarge and everyone that's narco if you want to come in. Pink, we can talk shot show, man. Right on. Yeah, I think it's to everybody's benefit to just have you know as much input, and I don't know. I'm hoping that the people that are out there viewing are interested in what we're talking about. It isn't supposed to be just a members only, you know whatever uh members only you know for our eyes only club uh, they invite us as media to uh share the show with everyone to give everyone an experience uh pink allows people to uh suggest or request uh pictures and he does his best to run around for four days taking pictures for people so they can have a virtual camera there uh ghost and clover i'm sure open to suggestions from people who might see a vendor or a manufacturer or something that Absolutely. they don't and uh Marco's doing the same, basically for Instagram. So, um, yeah, we're we're efforting to make this as I don't know, call it transparent, just as you know, uh, uh, available to as many people as possible. 
uh, for everyone's benefit, ideally. And like I say, just uh, I'm hoping to add a little touch of intent to this whole thing so that instead of just viewing it, we also understand that we have the potential to alter it a little bit and to, to you know, to evolve the, the way that we cover it and what we as audience expect from our industry. And this is a perfect time when we have the entire industry in one place. It's an extract of everything we get to do for the rest of the year. So uh, thanks to everybody for making it possible. Um, I'm missing Travis has a show tomorrow morning, Caliber Corner. I think he's back on his regular schedule. I believe he's done hunting. Uh, I think, I think so, yeah. Uh, I saw that. I don't think I've heard anything about Rick moving his time, so he'll have his show tomorrow afternoon. We'll do our 2A workshop tomorrow. Uh, lots of stuff to work on there. And uh, anybody's welcome. If you're working on any kind of project or have something to add or questions, uh, join us on Saturdays and Tuesdays for that. Uh, after sometime in the afternoon, does somebody else do a show on Saturday besides uh, uh, before? Uh, Snob does his show. And then I don't know if Sarge does his Saturday show. When does uh, Rich White do his? I think that might be Sunday, but <coughs> Rich might do Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, his is Sunday. Sunday. He's just pretty much moved it to Sunday at this point. Um, but Sarge is either Thursday or Sunday, Saturday, right? So his, he already did his he, show he Thursday. He was on Thursday this week, so he might not be on Saturday this week. I uh, don't, that usually means he's working, so I'm not sure if he'll be around, but it sounds like Sarge or Snob will have his show. And then, uh, you never know if Moon and uh, Smeggy get together and do a show. Um, otherwise, hopefully somebody will have lobbies open. Uh, Zorro's been open in lobbies. And uh, anybody's welcome to start a chat. We had a new live show yesterday night with Work the Trigger. If anybody's followed Work the Trigger on Instagram and YouTube, uh, they had a show. Yeah, with no work rule. Well. He's a good guy. Cool. Yeah, he. I've been encouraging him to use Gun Channels as you know another place to distribute his live show. He does a live show. They talked a lot about the uh, single stack nine millimeter uh, carry options last night. He had like three or four guys on uh, with the pretty much nuts and bolts. You know, looking at the, the potentials and the advantages and disadvantages for carry. A real uh, focused show, and uh, he requested a channel, so he'll be up and running on the schedule. I hope. Looks like he's been putting some effort into his show. So that's a live show on Thursdays. That's nuts and bolts uh, guns. That's what it's all about. So anybody that's interested in that one, check it out on Thursdays. And um, I don't think I'm missing anything else on Saturday. Then Sunday, there's a whole bunch of stuff, too. We'll be back here on Monday. And uh, this is Free Patch Friday. So I don't know how many people. I think only about four people ordered so far today. Uh, thanks very much to Seven Wonders. Uh, I'll have to get with you and find out uh, what I can do to say thanks. But uh, he purchased a lot of stuff today and, again, made it possible for me to go into our meeting earlier today with at least the ability to, I know I can mooch off of people up there uh, without going broke. And that's in 100% part to the people that are purchasing stuff over at the gear website store. So we're doing the free patch weekend again, uh, encouraging people to grab some of those old Every Second Matters things we found. Uh, there's a deck of Vegas cards, uh, people that are going to Vegas. Now I can hand them to you, but we made a special deck of cards for the people that will be in Vegas and the people that get us to Vegas. And uh, we made uh, eight of those available, I think, on the store for $25. And $10 of each of those will go towards buying us all dinner on Sunday when we get together. So 
uh, I guess if all eight of them get sold, that'll be $80 worth of dinner. And that won't pay for everything, but it'll pay a chunk. So again, if you'd like to be part of paying for food for Ghost and for Clover and for Clover's wife and for uh, Sarge and for Pink and Marco and me and everybody else, I guess maybe, I guess the Gunstreamer people won't be there. And I guess Marco won't be there either. But uh, if you want to pay to help pay to feed the rest of us, uh, you can grab some of them trading cards and get a set of those. There's only the nine sets available. And, well, there's other stuff on the store. Check it out. Again, thanks for the people that support us there. And we'll see you on Monday. Don't want to talk.